show yo 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 people across the world suck my dick <laughs> is this sound check or is this the show this is the whole show. so you've basically just given up on life haven't you hold on yeah go ahead keep talking um so um we took a break i don't know how frequent the show is gonna be so whatever we're here now it is two weeks post election because that's just how we're measuring our lives now three weeks before probably some sort of second lockdown i don't know um but in keeping with the new format of the show just kind of focusing in on one topic i figured this was as good as time as any to have our politics episode Mm. and one of the things that connects you and i shake i feel that we have in common is that we both have a keen interest in politics we're both had political ambitions or still have political ambitions at this time in our lives but Mm. i'm just kind of wondering where was your entry to politics like what what is what are some of your earliest memories and what what drew you to politics or do you even like politics because i thought that's something we had in common um i like power but politics sounds like but just about the dumbest thing you can do as a human being like it's such a weird job it's like your job is to like it's weird that politics turns out these consistently unlikable people and we like continue to vote for it's like and like not even that we keep voting for them it's just like they're the only people that run like no human beings run for public office like have you ever met a person that's in politics and you're just like yes this is not a lizard person absolutely that's never happened to me then one time it's happened um we know people personally who are eh. Or you do mean like on a national? I mean like politics, politics. Oh, I'm not sorry. I'm not trying to diss anyone out there that's on like their local school board or whatever. Like that shit's important. But like, we have a friend running for coroner, which I didn't even know was a thing. Exactly, exactly. Vote for your coroner. I work. I work alongside a lot of elected officials at like you know at the at the municipal level, and they're perfectly fine people. But the moment you get into like state. Like like statesman like statesmanship what's we're look to nation building, that shit is only f- exclusively for people who are absolutely pathological. I'm I took I took a hard left turn there. Um, yes, did. political well, ambitions. Well, yeah. Speaking, um, speaking of could... people that are particularly pathological, I've had ambitions to get into politics. <laughs> speaking of sociopaths, um, yeah, um. Yeah, like I said, I, I have ambitions and, um, you know, who knows where this whole thing will take me. But, um, you know, I don't know. I just gravitate towards. Well, actually, no, I don't gravitate towards power. I'm the gravity well. Cool, 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 cool. So I remember being like six years old <laughs> <laughs> and um, the first time I became very much aware of politics was... um. I was born, Ronald Reagan was president, and then we had George the first, um, and the first president I remember, you know, cognizantly was Bill Clinton and Bill Clinton running for office. And I remember him being all over TV and just asking my mom, like, who is this guy and what the hell is going on? Why is he playing the saxophone? the saxophone man? And my mom was like, he's Bill Clinton. He's running for president. I was like, you should totally vote for that guy. Famous last words. Um... And I just, just, I just remember that just getting activated and 
civics class was always one of my favorite classes. I almost went to school for uh, urban planning and stuff because I, I just, just knew that I was just, I, I just had these stars in my eyes. I wanted to be the first black president. I was, I just, I used to like read the constitution. I was like really way into history and, and being nerdy and such. It was, I still am to some degree. I, mm. I've cooled off because like you, I've noticed that well, the first thing that happened was I realized the president really, <laughs> famous last words, really didn't do much of anything, it seemed. I was like, he just, he's like the, you know, the 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 chief of the military or whatever, but, you know, who's doing the real work? Congress. And I remember really wanting to be a Congress person really bad at a certain point. Mm. So I was like, oh, the most powerful person in the world is like, you know, a New York senator, or not even a New York senator. Probably the new, the mayor of New York is probably more well-known than a New York senator, but I just knew that I was like, I, I want to, you know, make a difference. And, you know, I just had all of those ambitions. And it was something that was kind of, you know, that allure of something that's not really for me, you know, being a young black girl, you know, semi-Southern. It was like, eh, maybe you should, you know, learn to cook or something. <laughs> I honestly think that, um, like, a head of state at, like, whatever level you're at, like, a mayor president it's like the closest thing to being like a super villain in real life that you can really actually be because no matter what you do you're going to have at least half the people that you're in charge of absolutely hate your fucking guts so yeah well that's cool I'm, I, I'm ashamed to say that I think the first time I really felt involved in politics was like voting for Obama the first time mm. and you know I would I'd like to think that I voted like that was the first time I voted and I voted for the first black president which was cool but I also want to say that like I was like maybe like 19 or 20 so like I was of voting age for like several years or at least a couple of elections that I did not participate in because I just didn't well, shit. tell me, tell me about, <laughs> I, I distinctly remember, you know, the whole, like, back when we thought a second term of George W. Bush was the worst thing that could happen to this country. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that election was in November, my 18th birthday was in December, and it felt like s knives shooting me in my chest. Um, but I honestly don't feel like we had much to vote for after that, because we moved around, you know, we went to our college towns and stuff like that. So I didn't really feel that involved. But yeah, certainly I remember the first time I heard the name Obama and I was just like, my body is ready. Um, I don't even think I voted for him. I voted in the primaries. I did vote in the primaries. Mm. Um, so I, I feel like I was recently on like there's a election site. I forget the name of it, but I'm sure it's available to every American citizen. You go on the site and you can see all of your ballots and I can see the first time I voted was uh, 2008. But it's, yeah, so yeah, I was 18 for, you know, two, two and a half years. But yeah, I didn't really think about it. You know, I wasn't thinking about politics, you know, going to college. And I certainly wasn't thinking about like voting for sheriff or voting for mayor, you know, because I honestly didn't think I was going to stay in, in the town we ended up in for very long because <laughs> mm. I never stay anywhere very long. So, yeah. And oh, speaking of, of which, high school was all about. I did mock Senate <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, the whole public speaking thing, like we were we were deep into that. And so it was it felt like a, a natural tangent to to kind of train myself on, you know, mm. but. Yeah, 
that's a good that's actually a good lead-in you know like yeah obama and then we kind of settled down got an apartment and stuff and then you start looking at you know your local elections and things like that and i've literally voted every single time for whatever was available to me ever since then and Mm -hmm. um, i'm not one of those people that's going to be like vote or die vote because your ancestors died for it but it's just something for me going back to that little girl in civics seventh grade civics class reading about the constitution it feels good to me Mm. i enjoy doing it um I think it also is boistered by the fact that literally the first time I voted, I voted for Barack Obama, who's not only, you know, obviously the first black president, but he actually won too. So it feels like, oh, wow, I voted for, I did it. I did the thing. I don't know how people, you know, how someone that turned 18 in 2016 felt, you know, going and voting for Hillary and being like, I did it. And then he didn't do it. So probably a crushing defeat. uh, So I believe in that sense, people are probably shaped by their first, you know, I remember, you know, the line was around the block and then, you know, we're watching the results and then we all just like, like it was like this silence, just like this collective silence around nine or 10 o'clock in the evening. And we realized like, and everyone just doors just open and we just walked out into the street and it was still to this day, one of the greatest memories I'll ever have. And so if you know, you're 18 and you know, 1982 or 18 in 2016, it probably you don't have a fond memory of the first time you go to if you're a progressive person, but being 19, 20 years old and looking around and seeing that, you know, on the night that you vote, you know, you stood in line all day and voted for someone. That's that's pretty damn cool. You know, you know, I wasn't voting for some sort of weird amendment to, to the tax law <laughs> about veterans or anything like that. It was like, oh, literally, I'm voting for that guy because I think he's cool. And then he's cool. And then he won twice. And, you know, woo, you know, so mm-hmm. um, this year with Trump and stuff has been like the first year I actually felt like I don't feel like doing this anymore. Fuck civic duty. I'm sick of trying to save these people that don't want to be saved. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like as as also did we speak, did we talk about how I'm pathological as a narcissist? Um, I like to believe that all of the elections, the presidential elections, have been specific messages targeted towards me because mm. the first message was, "Hey, America will totally hire a black guy to be president," and I was like, "Oh, oh, really?" She's into black guys, huh? <laughs> and uh, then Trump got elected, and then that told me that America will will hire me, hire a person who will literally say and do anything at any at any point in time that he wants to. And I was just like, oh, sorry, I was using use this tape to demarcate one of the which one of the microphones was good. I'm sorry. You, you know, you don't have to like answer things on mic that are off mic things. It, it, like it was I was my, just trying. There's to... No one listening to this. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Uh, then I was just like, oh, America likes it dirty then. I was like, okay. Put it in my butt, uh, is what America was saying. I was just like, so America doesn't mind if I will literally tell her anything. Well, no, no, and no, then no. immediately turn around and do whatever the fuck that I want to. No, no, no. She doesn't mind it if you're famous. You can do that kind of thing if you're famous. I, I would argue that the president is famous. But yeah, if you're famous, they'll let you, America will let you do anything. You know, do whatever you want. Put kids in cages, you know, do whatever you need to do. So um, I'm looking forward to running um, what is the equivalent of um, a, a, a dark carnival as my presidency. <laughs> it's going to be filled with jugglers. <laughs> Anything would be better you than what we have now. seen nothing yet. Yeah. Hatchet people are very nice people. 
Shout out to the Juggalos. I've never met like a mean-spirited Juggalo before. Yeah, all they want to do is just... <laughs> I, Drink I Fago even... and yeah, dr- wear do those dirty je- things to your mother. jeans. Yeah. Um, if they want to run with sharp objects, I mean, you know, as long as, as no one's around, you know. Yeah. Gotta whatever, be better than Betsy do. DeVos and Doctor Where's My Luggage. It's gotta be better. I mean, those people are actively... We're, we're actively tearing at the scenes of our society. Juggalos are literally just... Not out here hurting nobody. At least I think so. I'm sure there are terrible. I mean, juggalos. yeah. Please tell us your your <laughs> awful juggalo terrible stories. Juggalos. That's that is the first thing you should email us into the inbox is mm-hmm. juggalo stories. Mm-hmm. I've yet to meet an awful juggalo, but I'm sure y'all have stories. Yeah. So anyway, that that's that's neither here nor there. Um. But yeah. So ding dong, the orange bitch is dead. Which is or he? which orange bitch? The bitch old orange bitch. No, he's not, machine de- he's not dead, but he is really just absolutely doing the most. You know, I people are like really like pontificating and like, you know, smoking their like chestnut um, smoking pipes by the fire and thinking about the, the, the fabric of our democracy and, you know, all this blah, 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 we the people bullshit. And I was just like, you guys, you guys don't live, you guys don't appear to be able to perceive actual America because actual America is an absolute clusterfuck <laughs> where anything goes. Um, so, you know, the president is currently trying to, um, I guess, sue to be the president, which is a very American thing to do. Um, but uh, I don't know how successful he'd be. He damn sure has been putting the pieces together or whoever's orchestrating this. Like, there's got to be an actual supervillain that's behind all this mess because Donald Trump is not an intelligent person at all. But I don't know who that person may be. But regardless, um, yeah, he's been putting the putting the uh, the puzzle together for a long time for this sort of thing to like, you know, talk about stealing an election. Like, this is the proper way to steal an election is like stack the entire judicial system with judges that are sycophants, including the Supreme Court, and then try and lawyer lawyer the the entire election all the way up to the top, and then that's how you properly. Uh, don't forget the piece where you completely sabotage uh, the U.S. Postal Service that's in anticipation not, of that's a fucking dedication is to literally sink an entire government, like an entire not not like. I don't, I'm trying to think of like a government um, agency that's like not super important. I don't, I don't know if there's like a department of like protecting mosquitoes or something like that. Like we're talking about the United States fucking postal service. This nigga tried to destroy the postal service to make sure that the election went his way. That's literally cutting off your own nose to spite your face. If you think of the government as like a body, it's like literally cutting off your nose or one of your hands. To, yeah, I'd say I'd say face. the postal service is at least the hands. I, yeah, because. Yeah. Um, let me remind you of a little gem called The Postman, starring Kevin Costner, where we were in a completely bleak, post-apocalyptic situation, and society was hinging on Kevin Costner, i.e. The Postman, i.e. U.S. Postal Service, getting a letter across America. I mean, lest we forget Death Stranding, where I'm pretty sure you play as a United States Postal Service worker <laughs> delivering packages <laughs> to fix America. Um, Remember when the most interesting thing that was happening in our life was uh, a very strange Japanese man making a video game about a guy from uh, The Walking Dead having a weird backpack? Now we're living in Death Stranding. Yeah, it feels like the Death Stranding. Um, But yeah, so 
Yeah. He got beat by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, which that's exciting news, right? Um, and he's just, he's like, I will not go quietly into that dark night. And I, oof, if you thought that he was, then boo on you. You think we're <laughs> headed for civil war? Uh, um, maybe like an Avenger style civil war. So not like an actual civil war. <laughs> not really entertaining and really super drawn out. Well, okay. So here's the thing. As, well, you know, to be honest with you, the, I honestly feel like we've been like in the middle of little pockets of civil war this, this whole year. I mean, we've literally had the state bearing down on people who are peaceful protesting people trying to fight back against them so if if that's not a civil war i don't know what to tell you what what is um honestly don't think that the citizens in this country have any juice um other than the like the persons like the persons of color um you know because like quite a few or you know movements got together to you know to stand up against like police brutality and stuff. And like those people clearly have juice, but they're also like not violent. I was really surprised at the level of restraint that was shown this year, because like, if there was going to be a time for like our, like literally for our society to unravel, like this was the time, like tensions are extremely high. And so there was a lot of restraint shown, but like the average, you know, Twitter fingers, you know, guy on the internet talking about how, you know, he's going to shoot some niggers one day in the race war. It's like most of those dudes don't got any juice. Um, so I'm not really worried about a, like a civil war. Um, I don't, I, what I honestly thought was going to happen was that Trump was going to manufacture some sort of emergency to like stay the president in some type of like state of emergency sort of deal. Like I thought that was like a likely thing, but then we've been doing like COVID is like a legitimate state of emergency. And we've been just been treating that like, nah, no big deal. So <laughs> I don't really know. I guess it would have, I don't know. I guess, I guess my um, worst case scenario was like much more dire than like a American civil war. Not that an American civil war is not dire, but I was thinking like that he would just straight bomb someplace and like start a war in the middle of the night on January 19th and be like, oh, I can't transition well, to president now because there's stay war tuned, going kids. on. <laughs> stay tuned. We're not you know? even, we're still in November. I hate being Negro Domus. So did I tell you that I can actually see into the future? Mm. Um, it's not a useful. Oh, keep, keep talking. I'll just do the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, so I also found out that it is a completely useless ability because of the way that the future works can see lots of branching paths, but I don't know which one's the correct one. So it ends up just being a bunch of nonsense. So can see the future, not useful. That's a shame. I know. It's, it's just like um, Avengers. Everything's Avengers tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's, it's just already happened that you saw the future. It's so like having a really, really huge penis, but you can't get it hard. That's a very specific example. Not talking about myself right now. Okay. Cool, 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 So, um, I guess if you, um, had, had Morty sight and you could see how you were going to die, what, what future would you walk toward? Oh, I definitely could Jessica, 100%. This would die next to Jessica. Um, so where, okay, so we have Biden now. Mm-hmm. And Kamala. This is 2020. Who used to date Montel Williams, by the way? Let that sink. Go Google those pictures because it's 
I'm sorry. Please continue. Um, this is 2020. Uh, 2024, Biden uh, very handily wins re-election. We get to 2028. If Trump was the answer to Obama, what do you think the Republican answer to a Biden presidency will be? Um, fuck, uh, not, um, not another Trump. It'll be a white guy we've never heard of or seen of before, before he starts running for president and they'll have the nomination and we'll all scratch our heads like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> so we're we're back to business as usual, yeah. you think? Yeah, it was a white lash thing. Yeah, well, yeah. obviously. And Biden is very white. Well, that obviously. dude is, like, clear. Um, but I, I, I also, you know, know that there was a lot of energy around a Trump and mm. a lot of talk of, well, if Trump can run for president, why can't Kanye West run for president? You know, and so I just wonder if, and, and not only that reaction to tr- that, very conservative reaction to Trump, but also that very grassroots reaction to Trump on both sides of like, okay, now I need to get into politics. Well, why can't we run for mayor? Why can't we run for this or that? And you've seen so many uh, activists out of Ferguson now become um, politically uh, activated, for instance, or um, Trayvon Martin's mother has, has run for public office and won her office. So, you know, I just, I just wonder if people will feel more empowered to get involved. So here's the quagmire that the Republican Party has gotten themselves into. Um, they have, it's not really found out, but they have realized that there is a considerable number of Americans who want to vote for a person that is like Trump. The problem is, is that they've built an entire party around trying to appeal to conservative liberals. So... What they've got now is a situation where they have to constantly keep upping the ante. And I don't think that they really wanted to do it. Like they did it because, you know, they'll literally cut their own nose off to spite their face. Like they're trying to push a certain agenda. And if they got to do it with this absolute maniac, then so be it. But now if they don't run a Trump again, like a, it's Trump equivalent, like the, it's not that the the guys that it's not that their base is going to vote for suddenly for Democrats. They're just not going to show up because they don't give a shit because they're just like, oh, I don't give a fuck about that guy. It's just like they were really excited about Trump. And anything that's not Trump is going to fail. So the Republicans have to really sort out what type of person they need to like run in order to get this out because like there's no you can't come back from this. Well, I always I always say that I always end up eating my words, but like you get what I'm saying, like. There's no people are not going to accept the same milk toast brand. Like they're not going to accept another Mitt Romney. Trump's base is not going to accept a, a Mitt Romney. I think they're just going to be. They're just going to have a lot of apathy. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of back to business as usual. Like, oh, we could all sleep at night, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um. What is it? The um. I'm trying to think, you know, because a lot of people, you know, went out for Biden, people that didn't absolutely under other circumstances, any other circumstances would not have voted, let alone vote for uh, Biden, let alone vote for Biden uh, Harris ticket. Um, not only that, you know, there's more people than ever volunteering at the polls. Uh, people were vo- trying to volunteer to count ballots and things like that. So I don't know if we'll ever see this type of energy again, because 
you know, as ex- equally as exciting, excited as Trump's base is. It's like you had the anybody but Trump people on, you know, mostly liberals, some conservatives as well. I feel like a lot of conservatives probably just stayed home. I don't, I don't really see them voting for Biden, kind of like what you're saying. Um, so um, I just will say, you know, stay woke. It's not over. <laughs> um, I, but I do believe, you know, because I think this was the first time people really got to see the unmitigated, that little seven-year-old uh, baby lasagna got to see, oh, wow, that's what happens when a president goes unchecked. Like, that is the power of the president. You know, uh, you know, I've seen, I think the most heinous thing before that was uh, Bush 43, you know, uh, taking the... Um, executive order to go into Iraq and that was like oh my god yeah I can you believe this guy get him the fuck out of here and now it's like whatever the fuck anybody feels like doing or saying and all I can do all I have to do is surround myself with people who think like me and hire all of my relatives it's like literally everything that if you spent like five minutes reading about the American Revolution everything we were trying to get away from it's like these people just like America's corruption finally like um, spread to its head. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so. it's like well, I guess that's what happens when you create this. You know, you try to break free and create this experiment of democracy on the backs of oppressed people. Mm. Like that's exactly the kind of thing that comes back to bite you because it's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have all the wealthy people in charge of us. Maybe we should have one leader and have all of his relatives be leader. You know, ad infinitum. Unless there are niggers we, uh, that are trying to move in next door to me, then by all means come oppress my face so I can get these niggers out of mine. Yeah, yeah. And it was, in, it was indeed in response to niggers getting a little bit too close. We flew a little bit too close to the sun. We had to get put back in our place. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't know, you know, it was, you know, the collapse of, you know, it was, you know, first there was, you know, Jim Crow. Then you have, you know, um, the war on drugs and the sabotage of public housing. Um, now you have, you know, this heinous policing and the president, you know, the the uh, prison industrial complex and all of these things running concurrently and, and overlapping each other in time. So I just I'm just super duper excited to see what kind of new newfangled uh remixed oppressions they pull out of their hat like okay we've done the crack cocaine thing what's what's the next thing what y'all got for us because uh it's coming (laughs) uh we got kind of beat down these last four years Mm -hmm. um papa biden's gonna come and and be a president to everybody and we have our nice mixed race lady in the white house um but uh the shoe's gonna drop in another eh, probably 12 years you know when you know our kids you know god forbid you know decide that they should you know read books or something i don't i don't know what's gonna piss them off next time because we already had a president maybe if a black person was like i I don't know what's gonna happen when lil nas x is santa claus and you know all the all the conservatives have to like run inside and lock their chimneys up i don't know what's gonna piss them off next time but they're gonna be pissed off again Mm, it's kente claus um it's yeah. Lil Nas Xmas. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, when you put got the X in your name, um, what was I gonna say? Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, this, I was listening to an economist uh, this week, and he was talking about the coronavirus and how it's not looking good for the home team. Um, I said, if you're ever if you're ever feeling like you want to suffer, then just Google like some just like the leading economists and just look at like like their different scenario because they've got like best case scenario, they've got extremely pessimistic scenario and that's some doom and gloom for that ass and then they've oh, got no. most likely i find the optimistic scenario to be incredibly depressing because i know that we're not too smart in our brains it's like they're fucking economists too so it's like even the most optimistic scenario still sucks like yeah. this whole situation it's like sucks. the best thing that could happen is everyone stays home for two weeks yeah <laughs> um and yeah, so and I just stopped listening there because that's not going to happen. Yeah, and you know your ass is about to get tore up when they change slides from the uh, pessimistic and most likely only like two bullets changed. <laughs> that's when you know your ass is about to get tore up. Um, he was he went on quite a bit actually about how COVID is disproportionately affecting persons of color, specific, specifically black people. And I was just like, damn! I was just like, we just fucked, <laughs> just fucked it. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know what they've got in store for us. I mean, this pan, I mean, this pandemic was mismanaged so, so badly that I feel like criminal charges should be pressed. Um, you know, I feel like if Obama had somehow allowed 200,000 Americans, Americans to die from COVID, they would have literally hung them. They are actually trying to blame the pandemic on Obama. The nigga has not been president for like four years <laughs> and a bunch of other dumb shit. But like, yeah, can you imagine this shit going on in Obama's watch? They would have taken out back and shot him. There's no way. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we've been having a gay old time over here, you know, just uh, watching the world burn. And uh, yeah. All right. On that note, I feel like we've, we've. Oh, can we one more? We have one more topic to cover. the The subject of coonery and buffoonery. Go for it. I just, I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, <laughs> and why is Plies the voice of reason here, or has Plies always been the voice of reason? And I've been slipping. But yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of cooning and buffooning going on, and um, we ultimately we ultimately made a decision. That little little pimp little pump was not cooning because why? He's not black. <laughs> can't, can't be cooning if you're black. If you're not black, so um, yeah. But it was it was very weird leading. Like the whole other countries have been watching our news like it's a bad reality television show because that's the way it's playing out. It's just like what the fuck is actually going on? Like what? <laughs> why is little Wade there dressed up as? I don't know. It was very weird. It was a very weird time to be alive. And I'm glad that it's finally, well, at least the election's over. So, so if I hear one more fucking political ad, I'm going to jump through the radio and strangle whoever that is on the other side. Vote, damn it. They kept cussing at me too. I was just like, why are the ads cussing at me so much? <laughs> Get your black ass out and vote. What the fuck is wrong with you, you stupid, shitty bitch? <laughs> Um, okay, you stupid shitty bitches. Um, if you would like to suggest a topic for the podcast or tell us what's in your platinum plan, 
or tell us what the fuck a jellicle is, um, please write us the FIF podcast. The FIF podcast. By the way, did we say the name of the show at the top of the show? I don't know. The FIF podcast at gmail.com or hit us on the Twitters at the FIF podcast. Peace. All right, bye.